it's Jacob Hill with GRC Academy. Today I'm here with Mr. Michael Greenman. Michael, how are you today? Doing great, Jacob. How about you? Doing well. Thank you so much for coming on. Folks, if you're enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to like, comment, share, subscribe, review, all the things. It really helps me out. Michael, can you tell us about your background and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So uh, I'm a native Floridian, but I've lived in uh, Tampa here for the past 21 years. Uh, I was an undergraduate in political science and uh, social science from FSU, Florida State University. And uh, then I got a graduate degree in public administration from the University of South Florida and got my start in government with elections, election administration. So right around the time post the 2000 election debacle of Florida, I got my start in the rollout of the Help America Vote Act, and that's educating voters and poll workers on the new voting technology. So really kind of in on the ground floor of that big change in society as well as in elections. So did that for many, many years and then got the itch to get into cybersecurity after the 2016 general election, actually, and finished up at the end of 2019, also from the University of South Florida. And I've been working in the cybersecurity realm ever since. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. What do you do today? So after, you know, making that career shift over to uh, cybersecurity, I first uh, started working for an MSSB doing uh, cyber assessments, actually, for elections offices, which through the course of things led me to Dell Tech. And now at Dell Tech, I'm part of the product strategy group. And my focus is on government contracting and that side of the business, primarily being kind of an evangelist, writer, speaker on cloud, cybersecurity, software as a service to help kind of simplify, clarify and educate in a very complicated world of cybersecurity compliance when it comes to government contractors. Okay, that's really interesting. Now, my experience with Dell Tech has been with the timekeeping piece, but I know that Dell Tech has a lot that they offer. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So Dell Tech is the uh, industry leader in project-based uh, software solutions for about the past 40 years, mostly with government contractors, but we work in a, a variety of industries, including architecture and engineering, construction and professional services industries. And Dell Tech offers a variety of solutions, including software applications, ERPs, like Costpoint, VantagePoint, Meconomy, and our, our deep planning intelligence solution that a lot of folks know, which is called GovWinIQ. And that software is used by small businesses as well as multinational companies. And working in the government contracting industry, make sure that Dell Tech software solutions meet federal industry standards in order to support our customers to meet their functional compliance requirements like accounting, timekeeping, those kind of things as well as cybersecurity requirements like the FAR and DFAR clauses, and eventually CMMC. So Dell Tech's been ahead of the curve when it comes to the, meeting the unique needs of these highly regulated industries and has made the necessary investments in order to support those market demands. That's awesome. Now, can you tell us about the cloud that's meant for government or the defense industrial base? Sure. Dell Tech's cloud offering has not been around for 40 years. <laughs> that was more of an evolution away from the more traditional on-premise delivery, which Dell Tech still supports today. However, most of our customers have migrated to the Dell Tech cloud. And pretty much all the customers that implement Dell Tech software now go directly to the cloud unless they have some very unique circumstance. But Dell Tech has multiple cloud offerings depending on data security needs and requirements. For instance, for the government contracting market, we offer two cloud options, what we call our GCC or GovCon cloud, and then also our GCC moderate or GCCM. Just kind of a quick overview on those. Our GovCon cloud offering, GCC, has implemented the NIST SP800171 security controls, and that posture is assessed annually. And it's a great fit for our customers that don't currently handle, store, process any controlled and classified information in cloud and any other sensitive data, but nonetheless meet the national federal standard for data security. 
the GCC moderate offering, it's much more recent. It's only been available since 2020, post-pandemic, and was a demand from our customers who handle export-controlled ITAR data. So this environment has implemented the NIST SP800-53 security controls and is hosted and supported entirely in the U.S. by U.S. personnel. The controls are assessed annually by an external provider. And additionally, Dell Tech is contracted with a third-party assessment organization to gain FedRAMP moderate ready status for that cloud. And we're getting pretty close to making an announcement about that. So stay tuned. And then one more note about GCCM, that options for our customers that are storing, processing, handling more sensitive data, the CUI slash CDI data from defense or export controlled ITAR data. And with this level of security, it helps them gain their own compliance with DFARS 7012, the 252.204-7012, and eventually their CMMC requirements. Wow. Well, that's, that's awesome. It's great to see a provider actually going through those wickets of getting into the compliance realm and making sure all those things are accounted for. I think it's great, one, for security, but also, two, defense contractors. We have to have options out there to be able to use. Good on Dell Tech for doing that. Thank you. Can you talk a little bit about the FedRAMP piece? Because I think there's a lot of confusion about FedRAMP in general, number one, and then two, when defense contractors are shopping and trying to meet DFAR 7012 FedRAMP equivalency, a lot of confusion. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. In addition to implementing those controls equivalent to FedRAMP moderate, which is specified in DFARS 7012, cloud service providers or service providers in general must have cyber incident reporting capabilities and processes in place. And those are the lesser talked about clauses C through G in DFARS 7012. That requirement doesn't get as much buzz, but it is equally as critical for defense contractors. If a customer, if a, a prospect, anybody who wants to or has to store that data into an ERP solution, into somebody else's cloud, they have to meet that DFAR 7012 requirement, which specifically states that that cloud service provider has to meet the requirements of FedRAMP moderate equivalent security standards. So demonstrating compliance becomes a big issue for cloud service providers, and it can be murky and a sticking point for those third-party assessment organizations. So Deltec, for example, we offer our customers and prospects evidence of our security posture through our, our SOC reports. We have our one, two, and three, and all the various ones, as well as our attestation letters from third-party assessment organizations. And most importantly, our shared responsibility matrix document. As you can imagine, once CMMC rolls out and companies are seeking certification and doing assessments, there's going to be a lot of demand for evidence. So inheritance is a hot topic and definitely needs clear definition in the assessment rules. Yeah, that's very true. When a company is trying to vet a FedRAMP moderate equivalency claim, I've heard some folks say, well, if it's in a FedRAMP moderate authorized cloud, you know, AWS, Azure, whatever, that's all that's needed. Is that true? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes what's uh, sold is not necessarily what's delivered. We fight a lot of that out in the market, trying to educate customers because it's a lot, right? Trying to run a business and then trying to figure out what meets compliance, what doesn't, especially with all the various interpretations. But to try to sum it up, even the main cloud providers across the globe, thinking Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Oracle, they all say the same thing, which is our infrastructure. If you rent space inside of our building, our cloud, we're only going to provide you so much of our FedRAMP high certified environment. That can be referred to infrastructure as a service, IaaS. There's also some that you'll hear out there as platform as a service, or PaaS or PaaS. And then, of course, there's software as a service or SaaS. So depending on what type of arrangement a customer or organization is seeking to 
set up with their data. It's very important to know what's inherited, what's shared, and what's the customer's responsibility. And again, there's a lot of great information, a lot of great data out there by those cloud providers themselves. Dell Tech being a cloud service provider, in terms of the definition for DFAR 7012, we take in the inheritance of the infrastructure that we reside on and we go further. I call it you know, raising the floor of your security posture so that at the end, the customer only has the responsibility for the things that nobody can do but them. For instance, access control, credentials, documentation on specific organization or office procedures. So everything else should be covered by a cloud service provider. They can't do everything, but some do more than others. Thank you. You mentioned a shared responsibility matrix. Can you talk to us about what that is exactly and how that benefits the end user? Yeah, it's a must have for any organization. Definitely the cloud service provider, but most importantly, the contractor, customer, anybody involved with handling that sensitive data. It's the source of truth for what's inherited, what's shared, and what's customer specific. If it's not explicitly stated as an inherited control, you as the organization seeking compliance are at least partially responsible for providing that layer of security or management or ownership of that particular control. And that's something I think that gets lost in the mix because it's easy just to buy the software and say, yep, we're compliant and you're all good. Many organizations speak a little bit past what the real capability is. And we always say that we help our customers meet their compliance requirements. There's no 100% out of the box. This will get you compliant solution. Everything is going to be a joint effort. Now, shifting into CMMC, there are some unknowns, right? Especially in regards to external service providers and cloud service providers, will they need to be CMMC level two certified or will they not? We don't know yet, but we'll find out really soon, I think. <laughs> Can you talk to us about your thoughts on that as a cloud service provider and uh, anything else related to CMMC? Yeah. So obviously CMMC has been in the news quite a bit, especially recently and, and certainly going back a few years. But the important thing to note about CMMC, and I always stress this when I talk to anybody, any of our customers or get the opportunity to speak to a broader audience, is that CMMC is not the requirement. CMMC is the enforcement uh, of DFAR 7012 and ensuring that defense contractors or anybody handling controlled unclassified information from DOD is meeting those requirements by implementing certain security controls, by making sure that if you're using a cloud service provider, that service provider has implemented or can prove that they've implemented NIST 800-53, aka FedRAMP moderate equivalent controls. So that's been the law of the land at DFAR 712. Definitely want to make sure that you're in compliance with that. CMMC, as I speak to it, is kind of like the cops on the street. DFAR 712 is the posted speed limit. You may have been speeding for a few years and nobody's caught you, but CMMC is not going to put more cops on the street and they've got really, really good radar and they're going to catch you. As a cloud service provider, once we got into that realm and offered that capability to our customers, we are going by the, the rules of DFAR 7012. We know what we know right now. We are ourselves going to seek CMMC certification, even though we don't have the DFAR 7012 clause ourselves. But we know our customers do, and they want to make sure that they meet those requirements. Once CMMC shows up and enforcement starts taking place, Deltec's customers will be in a good spot because we've been well ahead of it. It's a much necessary thing that's going to create better security in the market. 
but we ourselves are well prepared for that eventuality. That's really great to hear. Now, from a cloud service provider standpoint, I'm sure it's kind of difficult because every conversation when you're talking to a customer probably goes the same <laughs> in the beginning if, if they're asking the right questions, right? Do you meet DFAR 7012? Do you meet C3G? What are your plans for CMMC? How could the CyberAB or the DoD make this easier, this vetting of cloud providers? What are your thoughts there? hear a lot about the FedRAMP marketplace, which is great, but it's important to understand what the FedRAMP marketplace is for. It's typically for those service providers dealing directly with federal agencies. So there is a whole broad market of the defense industrial base that may or may not do business directly with the federal government. So how does one that uh, doesn't do business directly with the federal government gain that same level of credibility, that same level of awareness. I know it's been talked about a little bit, and, and me personally, I would be in favor of it, of having some kind of body, whether it's Cyber AB or another one that does their own vetting of the standards that are placed uh, out there by 7012 for cloud service providers, for managed service providers, for anybody who's going to be touching sensitive data. One, it's a trusted source that has sought the requirements, sought the evidence, sought all the details, and then companies like Deltec could be on that marketplace. There's probably many organizations out there that are going to be in that same boat. And it would be great with proper vetting, another trusted source for those organizations that may not reach the level of needing a FedRAMP ATO. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic. There's a similar challenge on the DIB side of vetting partners. Whenever we are going for opportunities, making sure that our partners are compliant as well is, is a challenge. So I'm looking forward to CMMC, the certification piece, because I think that will simplify it for us and make that a lot easier. I really love that idea about the ESP or CSP, MSP marketplace. <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Well, anything else you'd like to leave us with? Thank you for inviting me onto the pod, Jacob. Admire and appreciate your work and what the GRC Academy is doing. Again, the opportunity to come out and talk about a subject very, very close to my heart, which is the role of the cloud service provider and what we actually do for our customers. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed the conversation. Likewise. Thank you, Jacob.